0: Hello and welcome to Pretty Sure It's Pretty Cure. I'm Cure Jessica.
1: I'm Cure Jade. And I'm Cure Frank.
0: This week, uh, we are going to be talking about episodes 20, 21, and 22 of the first season, Futariwa Pretty Cure. Which is very exciting. I felt like this was a good week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. I, I can definitely, I feel like we're getting to the end of like halfway through season one. Because isn't like the usual se- um, season like 26 episodes?
0: Like an anime or an American series. Yeah, often you'll have a 26 episode. Especially right. in anime. Right. I think so... American TV seasons tend to be 22 episodes. I mean, uh... none of these rules are hard and fast.
1: Right, but usually an anime, it's like twenty six season, uh, twenty six episodes, and then it switches to uh, like at least a new opening. Yeah, so because
0: I think anime seasons are very much much more, I think, than American seasons, which are based on how much people can pay for. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, which is why, like, living in Los Angeles and going to film school, you'll talk about picking up the back nine often. Yeah. A standard series will be ordered for 13 episodes, and then if it's doing well, they'll add the last nine. They'll be like, okay, we're going to order nine more and pick up the back nine. And so that's how you get a 22 episodes. And I don't know why it's the back nine, but 13 is just, that's a quarter of a year. Right. <laughs> and so I think anime seasons tend to be like a quarter of a year or half of a year or the full year. So. Right
1: anyway i mean the there, reason why or not to bore the audience too much but yeah we're doing it because we're starting to things are starting to pick up and it's so good
0: oh yes it is it's very good <laughs> the, the real plot like enough. We're am starting to get far enough in the plot that i like i have no idea what's going to happen in the second half of this show right but, like, like
1: i i figured what the first was, like, if we knew what the first, like, this season was going to be. But now I, yeah. So very, very exciting.
0: So we should hop probably into it. Explain mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Yes. So the first episode we watched was episode 20, which is the real one. There are two Honukas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nagisa almost gets a threesome time. <laughs> Only For not just really. a
0: split second, you could see her considering the thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was like that brief happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it all, it yeah. <laughs>
0: so the episode opens with uh, Science Club uh, and Honoka and Yuriko, who is still there, which is adorable. And, yes. And all of them. Though we still haven't seen uh, the Madonna girl ever again. <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> what, what character is this <laughs> they're in science they're pouring various vials together and it changes the color which is like a chemical thing but then it turns That's out how ma- you know
2: it's science
0: yeah but then it turns out they're making perfume
2: which okay i
1: i know that this is going to be used as a plot device uh later on and it and it kind of is but it kind of isn't but I have such an issue with this because on one hand, girls doing science, that's great. On the other hand, they're making perfume, which is not considered like uh, hard, that's kind of considered feminine science. I'm like so conflicted about it because I shouldn't be, I mean, it's science, perfume, making science, perfume is a science. But on the other hand, it's so Early and not considered a science so
0: well there's nothing like researchy about it right
1: so like i, I don't know
0: when yeah. we were in science class they gave us like <laughs> i'm trying to think of the things that we did in science i did make a ring once in a material science class but that was cool, cool because it involved like pouring melt molten metal and stuff <laughs>
1: That is really cool. Like we 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 dissected fetal pigs in my class. So,
0: oh oh no. <laughs> the the biology class did do the dissecting cats thing oh. once, and like one year they were even like really excited because they dissected a cat that apparently had been pregnant. With, when it had been Aww. euthanized, and they were like, Oh, usually this is more expensive. And I was just like, I'm so glad I wasn't in that class. Like,
1: oh, yeah, I would, I know. would even do that. Pigs I can do, but kitties, kitties
0: I can't. I can't, do. yeah, like I can't, like it's not, I totally respect the science and whatever. And like my dad, my dad is a doctor. I understand like cadavers and like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you got to cut some dead things open to learn some stuff, but like I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Um, yeah
1: anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, they're making perfume they're not making it how you actually make perfume they're not like extracting the essential oils from no, items and- which is
1: my other like this isn't how perfume is actually made either but it's fine because yeah. all of the girls start smelling Hanukkah and there's like a little orgy of like I'm trying to get the attention of Hanukkah who's all like nope
0: yeah, so they're all very bad at it, except for Honoka, who, of course, makes, like...
1: The perfect
2: perfume.
0: And everyone gathers around her to smell it. She brings, like, a little... She's so confident. She brings a little perfume bottle with her, like, Oh, yeah, I thought I'd put it in this, like, spray bottle for science.
1: I know. I, which, I don't remember what it smells specifically, but it has a hint of lily. And I was like,
0: hey, like lily? Yuri?
1: What is lily? What does Lily smell like?
0: Oh, see, my thought when I heard that was, oh, the word for Lily is Yuri. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's got a hint of Yuri. You say? Show I'm watching.
1: (laughs) Well, it does make all the girls come. So uh, to
0: her, (laughs) come to her. her perfume brings all the girls to the yard Uh, (laughs) yup so just playing lacrosse and we get our flashback and she's like holy crap we met this really strong guy yesterday he almost took it out it is honestly nonsense that we won that time and we're not sure how we did it and don't know if we could do it again oh
1: and look there's a ball I need to go and kick
0: (laughs) Uh, Then we get the opening sequence, and after that, it's time for the Dark Zone.
1: Chernabog now has, like, lightning to go with it. Or is that later episode where we start adding lightning to everything?
0: I don't remember. Is this the episode where we start adding lightning? Oh, no, that's the next
1: episode. We start getting electrical foreplay. Super gross. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: we cut to the three remaining henchmen. Hench- hench people let's people. be gendered
1: true <laughs> <laughs> don't want to gender any of them. I'm still not sure that um knockoff piccolo is actually a male or just a
0: them. I mean, a, we'll get to this in a but in a later episode he does open his cloak and like all that's there is the void. So So yeah. <laughs> there
1: we go.
0: So they're talking and um and what I wrote down was the stakes for the baddies are like really high here like they you know oh, yeah. they've had this conversation like every episode like oh we really need to do this but somehow this one this conversation where like knockoff piccolo is he's saying like look we are going to die like the, apparently the Dark Zone is so like evil and permeating that it is literally destroying the Dark King himself and everyone who lives there. They need the power of light and creation to stabilize surely, themselves.
2: Surely this is the time to realize that this isn't sustainable? You should give up? <laughs> yeah! Yeah, but they're so in
1: all, and or maybe find an alternative power source like vacuum cleaners,
0: like electricity. Yeah. Well, also, I honestly, if that's like the problem, like we're gonna die. I feel like before conquering the Garden of Light, they could have gone there and been like, "Hey, can we like share?" Yeah, can we share? Can we like borrow? Will you help us? And they would <laughs> right. be like, "Yeah, we'll help you," because they're the Garden of Light people who are supposed to be really nice, but regardless. That- <laughs>
1: Their their basic concept of sharing seems to like is not something they seem to understand, too. Like basic emotions, a, a, a nice, good emotions is something Kyria does not seem to grasp at all which is why his whole thing is so sad
0: we'll get to that oh, i
1: know also i i, I also have like a, a translation thing because i forgot to look this up because whatever um demon child calls Poisony um Nesan? yeah Nesan, which i know is translated as sister but i don't know if that's accurate
0: no that is that's correct
1: okay it's is sister. are they actually
0: it's- siblings then I don't. That's the part that's confusing because it sounded more like they were formed out of the darkness or directly out of the Dark King or something, in which case they'd all be siblings. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting that only he calls her um, sister. So and I couldn't yeah. remember if that was just like in on a name that you give an older per, a female in your life.
0: I mean, it can be. it it, what it literally translates to is is sister sister. but you but you can use it to like if you are a kid who meets an older person and you don't know their name or you just really care for them you can say like hey older sister yeah so it's it's confusing you definitely get the idea though that they do have some kind of familial relationship beyond just co-workers and henchmen
1: right and they definitely have a very close and it's certainly a good shorthand to show that they have a close relationship
0: yeah regardless of the logistics which i also right. have questions
1: yes i just i was just curious if anyone else had caught that and was yeah
0: so yeah poison he's like no i'm getting them i'm getting them today this is like Ew. i'm done right yeah. Then we get to Nagisa and Honoka are leaving school, and Honoka's like, ooh, smell my new perfume. Nagisa smells it, claims to have gone to a bunch of European countries when really she's just eaten a bunch of European food. Right,
1: which, uh, first off, I love the fact that she, like, uh, even, uh, once again, we're reminded that Nagisa loves Honoka so, so much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and secondly, all of those foods were amazing, except for the fucking Belgian waffles.
2: Belgian waffles are amazing. I no. will like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the difference between a Belgian waffle and a waffle is. What's the difference oh between God. a Belgian waffle and a waffle?
1: Belgian waffles are huge and nasty and just
2: awful.
0: Oh, no, I think I love Belgian waffles. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Belgium. Have a Belgian waffle. They are amazing. (laughs) I think I'm losing this battle.
0: Leslie Knope will fight you. (laughs) Okay, so uh nagisa goes to wait outside the school for Honoka to change and meet up with her and she has a fight with mepple about how he's been eating a lot and again i wrote down mepple is pregnant also
1: despite a very trim- uh, very important episode mepple has learned absolutely nothing
0: Nah, nah, fuck all no character growth <laughs>
1: Life lesson! (laughs) What what is this? Importance about listening and just? Nah, son.
0: So, while she's waiting for Honoka, Poisony, who had disguised herself as a random student in the school, just very temporarily, notes, Oh, there's Honoka. And she goes, Cool, now's my chance. And then we see Honoka run out to meet up with Nagisa. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go get takoyaki." And then we see Honoka run out looking for Nagisa.
1: Oh, it's so great! It, it's and it, it is actually one of my my favorite tropes, wherein you, the audience, know that there is a evil double, but the characters don't know it, and so you get this wonderful build up, knowing that there is danger, and it's mm-hmm. done very nicely too.
0: Yeah, it is. And at this point, the real Honoka, you figure it out pretty easily. Um, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Again, this uh, is a kind of nice, too, because we are reminded that this, this is a show for children. Oh, except for the next episode, which, oh, man.
0: So, uh, so Curia comes to talk to her and he's like, oh, is that like perfume? And she's like, oh, yeah, I made it. And they sort of talk for a minute. And then Curious says, well, but you don't have to use perfume. (laughs) And She's like, what? And he's like, oh, nothing. And then he leaves. (laughs) I'm
1: just like, oh, Curio, Curio. And he actually does like the sweetest, like non like angelic smile. And it's like,
0: oh, it is super duper cute. So, yeah. And then we have Honoka, but not really Honoka and Nagisa. And they're getting takoyaki at the their cool lesbian mentors takoyaki stand. And they sit down to eat it. And <laughs> and Honoka starts being real weird. Even
1: more weird than usual. And I put down, man, Nagas is really bad at this whole noticing thing.
0: See, that's funny because what I wrote down is damn Nagisa is sharp because they start having this conversation and it's like Honoka's like oh I'm feeling a little bit lightheaded it must be you know Honoka it's like it must be all the perfume so maybe I don't want to eat this takoyaki
1: (laughs) but it takes her a while for her to pick up they have to go through a couple of different things where Nagisa finally twigs to the fact that huh this might not be actual Honoka
0: so Nagisa's first is like hey uh how like how's mipple and Honoka's like oh yeah mipple what 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 am i gonna do about that and nagisa's like uh that did you have a fight <laughs> and honoka is like oh yeah must that must must be it and and nagisa's like no to- i totally get it like mipple was giving me trouble too we had a fight. I put him to sleep because he kept wanting to eat because he's pregnant (laughs) 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 and then uh, and so she pulls out Mepple and Honoka's like oh yeah can I see that and is like I mean sure but then they get interrupted by Takoyaki lesbian and then when she leaves she's saying like hey let me hey can you let me see let me see (laughs) Mepple
1: And, yeah, and that, that is when Nagisa finally tweaks to the fact that, huh, this isn't actually a Honoka.
0: Yeah, well, because she's calling Mepple, which is hers, which is Nagisa's Mipple. And Nagisa's like, you wouldn't confuse those names. We confuse those names all the time. Yes, we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, but we're but also Nagisa's- a
1: little evil, so we're fine.
0: <laughs> but Nagisa is like, nope, nope. That's, I don't know who you are, I don't know what's going on, but I need to leave right now. (laughs) And so she starts running to try to find the real Honoka. Meanwhile, evil Honoka is just walking, smiling behind her, and it's super creepy. (laughs) Like, the tension builds in this episode really well so at this point Honoka has also realized something's wrong she goes to the takoyaki shop where she thinks she might find Nagisa and talks to uh and talks to I always forget her name takoyaki lesbian she talks to (laughs) takoyaki lesbian and she's like hey uh have you seen Nagisa and she's like yeah she left with you just a second ago and Honoka's like crap there's another me she picks up real fast
1: oh yeah Honoka is the smart one of the pair we know this (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and as they're all you know running around trying to figure out what's going on they all wind up on the same train and nagisa is between the two honukas yes
1: and i so i figured like they were going to be either two ways that this was going to play out i thought either the perfume was going to be it but that ended up being a delightful red herring because both of them used perfume and one of them had the perfume bottle. So I was like, that's clever. Or then I thought, oh man, they're going to use like the heart of the cards or the heart of be- the lesbian power core or lesbian power, mm-hmm. lesbian heart power and find their true friendship. And that's how they're going to, she's going to figure out which one is her one true love. But they did neither of those. They call, <laughs> they did that back from like, God, what was that episode?
2: It was the episode where they fell out. Yeah. And they talked talking to diaries.
0: Was that Um, like episode eight? uh, I want to say that was episode eight.
2: Certainly early on. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was episode eight. It was
0: episode eight. So they do this cult. The two Honukas have a I know more about you off. First, they both show that they both have magic phones. Because, of course, Poisony can shapeshift. Everything, right.
2: Yeah. But how does she know what Honukas... Is it metal? Hanukkah's one? Looks like she's only seen Nagisa's. Uh, Presumably when they are fighting, she's seen it. But she didn't know what they were until, like, the conversation on the bench with with Nagisa.
0: Don't when they're closed, don't they look the same?
2: No, they're slightly different colours, aren't they? Yeah, I think so.
0: I have no idea. I have never paid very much attention to the cell phone design. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair but they do that is a good continuity point but yeah. they start having uh i know more about nagisa off they go like oh but you love this yeah but i know you love this yeah but i know you hate this yeah but i know you hate this until eventually call back to episode 8 Monika says your socks are kind of smelly and nagisa's <laughs> like hey oh wait actually <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you know that uh, uh we haven't gotten that far in our relationship yet?
0: <laughs> but in the diary episode, that was the thing she wrote.
2: Yeah. But why is that the thing that I <laughs> Surely most people's socks are kind of smelly.
0: I mean, most like feet are not the the, uh, freshest smelling things in general.
1: Right, but the fact that she noted it and made it important because who else would actually note that their feet are kind of smelly?
0: Yeah, I think it was more about the fact that she wrote that down and Mm -hmm. it was like, I think it was less about, because that's something you could guess about somebody else, but why would Poisony say it?
1: Right, and I think it was like, um, there. She was saying like a list of other things that she had written down too, and that was one of like a couple of other things she had said. I just like the fact that they used that as the uh, as the callback to um, have. I mean, it was a really logical and nice callback on how to how Nagisa could tell which one
2: was the real Hanukkah, which I just was totally unexpected. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was cute.
2: I still want to know negative thought process that there though. <laughs> also, I this in this scene the music, it's this one creepy chord that's just keeps playing. I f can't remember what it is. Oh but it's I like really a- enjoyed it it's yeah. a nice minor
1: chord it was good
0: it was no the music and the tension are very the first half of this episode plays out very much like a psychological horror film yeah, yeah. Like, like for like, babies which,
1: which is yeah
0: yeah which, it was really good i was like <laughs> man this is super creepy but nagisa picks out the real Honoka and poison he's like well guess i have no choice just gonna you know Go about this in a more direct way. And the girls run off the train. Poisony follows them. They go to a series of warehouses. The girls try to close a giant warehouse door behind them. Poisony smashes through it in a massive explosion.
1: Yeah, Poisony is just like fuck this door and fuck you. She has, if we thought that she had lost her temper at one point, we have not seen anything until this episode.
0: No, she is so mad. I I wrote down and I only took one note for this whole fight scene that lasts like Oh, it's so It's such a long, good fight scene and the only thing I wrote down was Holy violence, Batman. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I, what happens is that not only does she start using her, like she grabs them and hits them, but she uses her hair and does sort of like the Medusa thing from Marvel comics, where she just uses the hair, like giant tentacles. And it's just,
0: uh, and she's throwing fierce. them through roofs and buildings and like hundreds of feet through the air. And like, she is beating them up. And then when her hair does go all Medusa tentacles, it like floats around her. And she is so scary. Oh,
1: It's, it's a good. It, it is. Um, If the other two boss fights were kind of meh, this one totally made it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, this was really good. She starts giving this speech. She says like, yeah, you may have pluck. You may have luck. You may have courage. I have experience. I have what matters. You're not going to win. And like, just starts like beating the crap out of them. And she throws them across. They bounce like skipping stones across the roof of like half a dozen buildings. And like,
1: at one point, they even remember that they can do the magic thing. And she dodges it. Yeah. totally dodges a marble screw,
2: which is the first time we've actually seen that happen. She always manages to get out of the way just in time, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She dodges, and then when she has them both grabbed by her hair, they try to, like, give this really beautiful speech. Saying like, oh no, but your motivations are selfish and you may have experience, but we have people we want to protect and we have each- You know, they're giving the anime speech about like, this is like importance and whatever and they Mm -hmm. are struggling to reach each other's hands and like, this should be the moment where they grab each other's hands and like, manage to fight back. And she's like, no, and takes her hair tentacles and separates them and starts smashing them into the roof of the buildings. (laughs)
1: and it's like wow oh yeah it's it's fierce it is super intense. fierce and they actually even like they even power up their 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 spell again with the hair tentacles wrapped around them in the transformation magical attack like warm up which is just a nice touch
0: yeah they do finally manage to overpower her hair long enough to get a hold of each other's hands um, and like
1: it's just nice intense sort of like they keep trying to like hold each other's hands and it's just ooh, so close Yeah, because
0: their magic doesn't work unless they are holding t- hands which is mm-hmm. very adorable and gay and i just need to remind it's... everyone how adorable <laughs> the show is but they're and so they finally managed to overpower her hair long enough to other's hands they do the marble screw and instead of aiming it at her they touch the hair that is holding them
2: and the hair is a conductor of magic because it just goes right up her and gets yeah because
0: Poisony, oh, yeah. still being super smart tries to like sort of teleport away but her hair is already conducting the magic so the marble screw still goes straight for her and she dies oh yeah like, and then it-
1: epic sort of kaboom kind of thing where she gives i think she gives this really a kind of painful sounding scream too
0: yeah Yeah. well and this is the first one because like you know at this point they've they've offed two of the henchmen before yeah right you know piss lord and cave troll they're gone this is the first time it feels like a victory well like both like a victory but also like they just killed someone You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the first time where you, where you really feel like, Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. And so then we cut to the dark zone where Kyria, the demon child has sensed that his sister is dead. And off brand Piccolo's like, yeah, do you get it? We have to kill them. We have to kill them or we're going to die. It is an either or situation. Mm -hmm. It is them or us. And Kyria's he like, well, obviously, I choose to live. Yeah,
1: this sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, this sucks. And <laughs> then, then we see, which is interesting, and I don't remember seeing with the other deaths, this dark shadow flowing through the sky and joining up with the Dark King. And I'm like, is that poisony? I, assume
2: I think so.
0: That. And I, yeah, I assume it's like poisony's, you know, darkness returning to the Dark King, like that- the darkness he made her from. And we get to Kyria and he is screaming with tears streaming down his face. He is very upset. And then we get the cute bouncy ending credits
1: Yeah! Yay! (laughs) And it's like a
0: total whiplash!
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, we didn't just have a fierce fight where we almost died and then killed someone who was totes evil, but still! Boys and Chocolate.
0: Oh, oh man, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was such a good episode, though.
0: Oh. It was very good. I think that's my favorite henchman ending up till now. Like,
1: oh, it was definitely of the three um, a villain yeah, battles. Three... This one, this one yeah. was definitely the
2: best so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Jade, what, what would you give this episode?
2: Four out of five for the bringing back tiny, tiny details. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Mm. And how about you, yeah. Frank?
2: Uh, I would definitely do seven out of
1: seven intense battle.
0: Nice. I'm going to do 11 out of 11 genuinely scary villains. Oh, yeah. This was a good episode.
1: It was very good. And then uh, the next one uh, was I was, I, I figured it was going to go in one direction and then it did, but it didn't. And either way, uh
0: Okay, so that brings us into episode 21, A Shocking Date, The Truth About Curia.
1: Which is, I, I put down, I'm not crying, it's just the rain, you're crying.
0: <laughs> I'm not crying, it's just the dramatic anime rain. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
1: Which is so dramatic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On my live blog vlog. Where uh, I live vlog Hunter Hunter. I recently made a post that said, God, it must suck to be a meteorologist in an anime universe. Like, yeah, I can try to measure air pressure and cloud um, coverage and all that, but it's not going to matter because someone's going to have a dramatic moment and then there will just be rain. For like 10 minutes and then it'll disappear. Ruining my whole model. Yeah, and then they'll reconcile with their friends and it'll suddenly be sunny again. Like...
1: <laughs> only there is no reconciliation in this oh episode.
0: gosh no this episode
1: it's just brutal man
0: this episode is so brutal so okay it opens up with the stone guardian who's there to guard the prism stones
1: and really Miple needs to get on this threesome action that is happening really
0: <laughs> <laughs> right Miple's like he's so cute <laughs> mipple's like i don't understand fine and it's like stop being jealous bro embrace it
1: yeah really <laughs> embrace I'm your girlfriend's sure all...
0: crush right so they um they give a stone over to the stone guardian and then they ask miffle and Meple, they're like what will happen if we get all the prism stones and then they're like the power of creation will appear
1: and happiness and rainbows and everything good will happen and, and happiness
0: like... and rainbows and the fields of light will come back and then they're like will you be able to go home and they're like we're not really sure We're actually unclear as to what this all means, (laughs) (laughs) which does
1: make me a little bit concerned about season two of this. So
0: we have our opening sequence. We have the dark zone,
1: and Chernabog is now either creating electricity or because the zone is so unstable now, electricity and storms are like destroying the place. I couldn't decide which.
0: Yeah, but now there's like cool lightning in the dark zone, which is ominous cool. lightning. Kiria and Boot, like Piccolo, are talking about how like we don't really have time anymore. Got to take some action. Kiria, the demon child, is like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. I've got it. I'm doing this right now." Bootleg like Piccolo, is like, "Don't remember? Don't forget. Your existence is tied to the Dark King. Like you have to save him. You don't have a choice." And he's like, <laughs> "Okay." And then we get to after school. Honoka is waving goodbye to Yuriko, and then she sees Kiria, and he's waiting for her outside the school. And they start walking home along that path, the same path where she broke up with Nagisa. You know, the, the this is the drama walk path. Um,
1: <gasps> oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's the same path where they had that fight in that episode. They had that fight. and
1: like right at the moment it seems like it's just going to be a nice sort of pleasant conversation
0: yeah they start talking you know and he's like do you like the school and she's like yeah i like the school and he's and you know do you like the school and he's like i don't know i don't feel like i've quite got it but he starts talking and he's saying like But I had a fun time and I got to meet you and I think we had some good times together. And she's like, yeah, we went to that farm. We did cool stuff. I like being your friend. And he's like, you know, you apologize to me. Nobody's ever done anything like that before. Even
1: though it was totally his fault.
0: And as he's saying this, he summons the dark rain clouds of sad things to come. (laughs)
1: Yes, which, by the way, I have to admit, Hanukkah has an umbrella on her too, which She's delights very
0: me. I know. Very, she just always has an umbrella. You never know, right? Um, I am
1: prepared. never. Yeah, yeah, I am never that prepared. So yeah. I was
0: like Hanukkah. I mean, to be I, fair, I have an umbrella in my car at all times,
2: right? Yeah, I keep a, a little umbrella in my bag. Oh man, you guys are smart. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't keep it in my bag. If I were inside a building and it started raining while I was there, I'd have to get to my car to get to the umbrella. Yeah.
2: But mine is literally from the pound shop, and if there is any wind, it will be inside out. So, you know.
0: My umbrella was $26 at a novelty shop bought under duress. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> several years ago when my roommate and i went camping and apple picking and there was an unexpected rainstorm and everything we owned got it soaked <laughs> and we had to quick go find a place to both buy an umbrella and eat and change clothes and we na- needed to find a plaza with all of these things because there was not like it was like a tourist town that's all you know kitschy and full of niche shops there's no, like, yeah. Walmart or chain stores. It's, like, part of the town. Like, no chain stores are allowed. Which means that everything is, like, super overpriced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, 26. I had to buy two $26 umbrellas. One for me and one for my roommate. Oh. <laughs> but it's very cute. And I never forget it now because I spent $26 on it. So I'm <laughs> going to make it worth it.
1: Well, I hope Hanukkah did not spend so much money on an umbrella
0: because at the dollar store, the the one yen store, the one hundred yen store. One yen would be ridiculous. Yeah, because that
1: that umbrella does not last in this dramatic (laughs) speech.
0: No, it does not. So he's giving this dramatic speech, and it starts raining, and he says, "I'm going to quit school," and like she pulls out her umbrella and tries to help him, and he's like, you know no i i i have to stop helping me yeah
1: no really stop helping me this is why i'm doing this because this is so hard
0: yeah he Um, points out nipple he says what about that thing she's like i don't understand and he's like i'm different from everybody and she's like you're like what you're gay you're (laughs) you're trans
1: yeah are are you confessing to me because really i i like you as a friend
0: and that's when he pulls out his necklace because, you know, they each have their necklace with the prism stone, pulls out his necklace with the prism stone on it and shows it to her. She recognizes it as the same necklace everybody else that they've been fighting <laughs> has been wearing and goes, Oh shit, no way. And he's like, Yeah, way, I'm from the dark zone. I am a bad guy. You shouldn't be my friend. And I'm going to fight you. And dramatic wind blows her umbrella into the. Al, goodbye, Umbrella. You'll never be seen again. (laughs) Nope. And she's just like, no, you're lying, right? This is not... And he says, like, look, I don't have a choice. This
1: is my fate.
0: Yeah, exactly. I have to fight you. I have to fight Nagisa, who he calls by her last name, Misumi, which is really cute and formal. And he says, I don't, like, I don't have this is what I have to do. And she's just like, oh, crap. And he even says, if I had been born in this world, you know, the Garden of Rainbows, if I had been born here, maybe I would have had a different fate. But that's not what happened, and this is what I have to do. And we cut to nighttime, and it's Honoka's house. Because even
1: though he confessed to her, he didn't actually start fighting, which is sort of really nice of him, too.
0: Yeah, I think he, like... Because, we, can, you know, he's got some feelings this episode. I think oh, he so needed many. to get that out there before the battle could start.
2: I was definitely getting the feeling of, like, this is more asynchronous. Because he like, feeling like he had a crush on her and all that. And it's... He cares about her and he doesn't know what to do about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, he definitely... he He cares about her a lot. And it's just... It's very upsetting. So she (laughs) goes home and she's sitting in her room in the dark and grandma shows up and she's like, hey, uh, so you came home soaking wet and you've been sitting in your room in the dark.
1: Like a creepy person. I'm a little worried.
0: (laughs) Are you okay? And Honoka says, do you think it is possible to change fate? And her grandma's like, well, that's a difficult and deep question for this 13 year old to be asking. And then ultimately, like, gives this sort of speech about, yes, but not easily.
1: Right. I I really like the fact that you can do it, but you have to have the perseverance and the strength to be able to do it. Which I actually kind of love that In, in a series that is full of magical girl power and, like, you could use magic and that'll change your fate. And it's like, no, just because you have magic doesn't mean that it's your magic, like... You can magic away changing your fate too.
0: Yeah, things things that are that I mean, I don't want to say predetermined, though that's really what fate means. But if (laughs) but I think this is like a good point for real life. If you have something that is like very definite, this is how things are, sometimes really you can't change it, but or if you can, like what they're saying is is that changing the really really big things is really really hard.
2: Uh, yeah. And
1: I think ultimately the episode 2 doesn't necessarily prove that you can change your fate, but you can at least it, it, at least trying to change it is better than just going with it.
0: Yeah, that it's it's you right. fight back because against your fate because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know? you fight it back is- against the bigger powers even if a single person maybe can only do so much
2: despite how sad it is it's almost hopeful yes.
0: yes absolutely yeah it is there is this like underlying hope to it of like you are still you may not be in charge of the world but you are still in charge of yourself yes and it is It's really good. So grandma gives this advice. She says, yeah, I think it's possible, but it's not easy. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot of perseverance. It's a lot of strength. Changing your fate is something that's going to take a lot of work.
1: And this is also just like most of this episode is just drawn so lovely.
0: Yeah, they they, they brought out the good animators.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, (laughs) they got the nice markers out for this one. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a very just lovely Anyway, then she goes over to to Nagisa's house.
0: Yeah, the next day she goes over to Nagisa's house because she wants to have a super important conversation. And and Ryota's like, "Ooh, you brought over like my new girlfriend." And Nagisa's like, "No,
1: <laughs> no, go away. This is my girlfriend."
0: Will you read? Will you read a book to me? Will you play with me? Which, you, you like, for the record, I don't know if y'all have younger siblings but that's absolutely sometimes your younger siblings will like (laughs) glom onto one of your friends and they'll be like, so we're hanging out with you now because uh, I really like one of your friends.
1: I mean, and Hanukkah takes it sort of in a really good spirits too. And and Hanukkah's
0: just flattered. She's just like, Oh, what a cute kid. (laughs)
1: Like totally misses any connotation. It's great. (laughs) And actually, this is the other thing that's really nice is this episode does a good job going with some really serious stuff and then going back to reminding us that these are good people.
0: Yeah, and that that, (laughs) there's like some lighthearted stuff. So Mm -hmm. they go to Nagisa's room. Nagisa goes to get um, juice and chips, goes back Um, with a mouthful to yell at Mipple and Mepple to like stop being so public about their like pda <laughs> like
1: <laughs> and hanukkah is very like uh, uh, really enjoys Nagisa's room because it's very very cute like it has yeah, very she's like, girly oh, man,
0: it's she's like it's like way cuter and girlier than i thought it would be which is <laughs> like true i love Nagisa's room i love yeah. I love all of her stuff, and also we get a closer look at the lacrosse posters this time, right. which is good. Yes,
2: they're super great.
0: So they sit down, and Nagi says, "Like, okay, so what did you want to talk about? I mean, you came over all of a sudden. I assume there's like something you want to talk about." And Honoka is like, "Yeah, I wanted to tell you. I was talking to Kiria yesterday." And he confessed to me.
1: And Kanagisa and is like, so happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so happy that her little girlfriend also has someone who loves her girlfriend. And it's just...
0: <laughs> right? She she spits out the chip she was eating. And then she and Mipple and Meple all get these big grins on <laughs> her faces. And they're like, oh, really? The <laughs> best to you,
1: but they're so like supportive and happy. It's super cute <laughs> and super funny.
0: They're like, oh, he confessed. He what kind of confession? What did he say? And she like immediately brings down the mood. Like he confessed he was from the dark zone. And they're like, what? (laughs) Hold up, roll back. This is a completely different conversation. And Nagi says like, no, but like he's our friend. Like we hung out and we did stuff, and he hung out with our friends. And like, and Honoka's like, yeah, I know, I know, like. He seemed like a guy, like a cool guy, like just a normal... He was one of us kids living a normal life. I can't believe this. And then they're like, and they're both just like, well, then what are we going to do? And, neither
1: of them wanted to to, uh, to actually fight um uh, emotionally challenged, awkward demon child.
0: Yeah, they like don't, they don't want to. I mean, like, I get this. Honoka is oh. closer to Kyria, but also like you just like don't want to beat up a kid, you know, from school. Like, right. And like,
1: as bad as he is, he has been, as we've been watching him, he is slowly, progressively becoming a better and better person, too. Yeah, he's he's like
0: figuring out what feelings are.
2: Right, and it's good feelings. If you gave him time, he could be an amazing person.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But... But that's not what happens. Instead, what happens is that after spending some time moping, Kiria sends a note with Chutaro, the most important character, we need to reiterate.
1: <laughs> Who gets an entire, uh, basically an entire episode for to himself, which is great.
0: Right? Right? You made fun of me when I said, I hope Chutaro gets a full character. But here we are. I'm best. I called it an episode one. <laughs>
1: it's true you totally called it i i totally did not call how the curia thing was going to play out so
0: (laughs) so anyway (laughs) curious sends a note with chutaro to um that says meet me tomorrow at 4 a.m and so the girls i assume they snuck out it's four in the morning Eh, yeah dawn um they go again
1: we we have this universe where teenage girls can go on a nature hike where there are bears by themselves so really going out at four o'clock in the morning is like ah are there bears there no you're fine
0: they just decided to take up really early morning jogging right there we go so they show up at the same bridge i'm gonna start calling this confession alley the path (laughs) next to the canal with the bridge where the all of the dramatic conversations happen uh they show up at confession alley and he's there and he's like ready to be full evil and he's like all right time to take you down and they're like no okay but could we not maybe we can like talk to each other and he's like nope i'm just gonna keep attacking you and finally they're like okay i guess we have to transform and so they and, do like, that.
1: They're so reluctant to actually hit each other. Like, Kiria attacks, but it's like, he could be so much harder. Yeah. And the other two are, like, defending, basically. There's no offense there.
0: Yeah. So they transform and they start having this fight that is just, like, so sad. Um,
1: <laughs> please don't hit me. I, can't, I Can you please stop uh, trying to attack us? And he's like, No. <laughs>
0: he's like he's like i really i don't have a choice it's like it's too late for anything to change and they start having this fight where they just like kind of reluctantly but still like violently fighting around each other and like yeah. you he actually... tell they're each de- like committed to their side and determined not to lose but also reluctant to actually hurt
1: and at one point um Kyria actually hits Hanukkah really actually pretty impressive like it looked like it actually hurt too and mm-hmm. it's just like Kyria's like oh fuck this this is the this is a mistake everything is a mistake
0: yeah I also wrote yeah. down at this point I will punch love into you because of course they're like <laughs> doing all this fighting and they're like <laughs> and they're like just we will show you that we're your friends and they like you know go and hit him uh <laughs> but they do they get a chance to do the the pretty cure marble screw and they don't do it and he's like wait like why won't you attack me and they're like are you kidding like we've killed people with that before we wouldn't do that to you
1: uh um, our friend basically and while this is also going on in this sort of fight they have a new song which is absolutely spectacular
0: yeah they yes. get a, that's how you know it's a real good fight is that it's <laughs> cool battle song playing in the i'm serious this is like one of my favorite things in anime when it's like here's a cool fight also battle song
2: what going back a minute to when they got the chance to marble screw him yes i what i was they could have also tried what is it called the rainbow, rainbow therapy?
0: therapy i was and waiting I, for them to do rainbow therapy yeah
2: Oh, like, I, I don't know what it would do to him and because it's like cleanse the zakenna out of everyone else so i don't know if that would have but i wanted to see them try and just to see what happened when they did that
0: yeah i wanted because i wanted if they tried to cleanse the darkness out of him what would be left and would it work but yeah i wanted to see them try it um, yeah
1: I, and i think maybe the only reason why they didn't is because he wasn't technically taken over by evil he's made of evil so he's not like controlled by Zakena. yeah um, it still but, would
0: have been interesting to see them yeah um, yeah but so they keep fighting and he's really beating into them hard and and Honoka says no matter what happens and she literally says no matter what happens to this body like i don't care about my physical safety Hmm. We will not ha- hand over the Prism Stones. And she does this right before, very beat up, she collapses. And Nagisa catches her as she collapses and basically turns to Kiri and says, Is this what you want?
1: Really? This is sort of what's been this wonderful buildup of him realizing that no, no, this is not what I want. The, uh, my, my desires of life have changed, which is yeah. such a cool villain not redemption exactly but it's just a, 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 an evolution if you will a character evolution
0: yeah because they keep saying like oh you can change your fate you can change your fate and he has this moment and he sees honoka collapsed on the ground and he says there's only like so much i could really do to change my fate but i can do this and he takes mm-hmm. off his prism stone necklace and he hands it over and he says that's like really as much as i can do <sighs> and then he stands up and turns around and bootleg piccolo is just standing ominously there yeah and it's just like oh and they're like they're like what no don't what and he's just like listen no you can't this this next part it's got to happen this is going to this is what's going to happen now and, and Honoka is screaming and crying and she's saying like Kyria no don't go and he just walks up to Bootleg Piccolo Bootleg Piccolo is like you know what's going to happen now and he's like yeah I know what's going to happen now and he's like you're not going to run away and he's like no I'm not going to run away Bootleg Piccolo opens his cloak leading to a void to the dark zone <laughs> which, which that's apparently his gender uh- <laughs> <laughs> there we go there we go. We've been wondering. Bootleg Piccolo. Bootleg Piccolo is the dark zone. Um,
1: he's the void. Yes. Yeah. He's the void. His, so, pa- his pants are void.
0: His pants are void. <laughs> are you a boy or a girl? I'm a boy. But what's in your pants? Void. Void. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um. uh, he opens. He opens his cloak. Kiriya walks into the dark zone. Turns around, just long enough to smile at Honoka and then goes.
1: Where presumably he will be killed by uh, Chernabog.
0: Yeah, where presumably Uh, he's gonna be killed.
1: Yeah, which is just oh my god, this episode where in essence he had a choice between killing someone or killing himself
0: and it's just I just realized it's the Little Mermaid. Uh,
1: (laughs) The 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 actual one, not the the yeah 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 the Hans
0: Christian Andersen little not not the not the (laughs) where the fairy tale she has the choice to kill the prince or die herself, and she can't bring herself to kill the prince, and so she dies. And
1: so while I appreciate the fact that this this episode is all about changing your fate, the fate he picked was death. It just was still one of those oh man, that's a real bummer.
2: We never get explicit con- confirmation that it's death or his end or he's going back to darkness or whatever. So there is this small hope right. in that he will come back at some point. That yeah, they will that... vanquish the Dark King and left there will be a small nut of goodness. And that is Kyria. You're right.
0: Yeah. Not wasn't that... a
2: good word to choose there. <laughs> no
1: but i get it. it yeah and actually that's that's sort of where we're left with is that it is sort of like he made a good choice and even though it seems like in the short term it, it's a devastating consequence on the long term making good choices is a good thing to do
0: mm. but it was so sad oh yes the episode ends with this just like grief-stricken honukkah saying like <sighs> you know i wonder if he liked i wonder if he liked us i wonder it was was it real it was real right that he that we were friends that we were teammates like
1: nicola yeah. like
0: almost. that was real and and they're like yeah it was real and she's like why like
1: we could have fixed this not, not knowing i mean there is nothing that they could do to fix it but in the same sort of way we're freaking magical girls we should be able to fix things like this yeah which, I, I, you know, that's sort of an important lesson that these girls needed to have too, is that sometimes their choices won't matter.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a limit. And it, and here, again, the
2: music, it's <sighs> the main theme, but played, I'm hesitant to say in a minor key, because I've looked into Japanese music theory, and that's really quite applicable, but it's it's sad. And again, I want to say it's played on a glockenspiel, but also it could be a Japanese instrument that I'm not aware of. I love it. It was sad and oh
0: no, the this, this this series of episodes and these two in particular because I have like you know all the Sailor Moon soundtracks, right? But they made me think like I'd I'd buy the I'd buy the soundtrack to this show. Like
1: oh yeah definitely after the episode um from last from the last episode i would totally buy that one
0: because they do some really pretty things with the music yeah and that's episode 21 this means they have six out of the seven prism stones devastating end to curia at least for now and once again it ends on this really sad note and then jumps straight to da, 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 da. boys and chocolate, boys and chocolate. <laughs> it's like, you guys, this, this ending theme is a little too peppy for some of these episodes. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, oh. Jade, what did you think of this episode? Oh,
2: I loved it. I gave it. <laughs> seven out of seven for emotions. You've got to imagine that in like all capital letters, possibly bold and italics as well.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> how about you, Jessica? I also loved it. I think I'm going to give it <laughs> 9 out of 9 for devastating character art. Uh, yeah. How about you, Frank?
1: I yeah, th- this was a solid good angsty episode that's done right. Um so I definitely do um 7 out of 7 uh, How to still fuck over fate but still still screw yourself over while saving other people it was oh so good
0: okay so this brings us to episode 22 called you're kidding chutaro is going to be a mom puppies this is the puppy episode (laughs) i have so few notes for this episode and they're all like chutaro character arc Fuck yes this dog is the best this puppy is the best like
1: This is a. I mean, really, compared to to the the Madonna episode, I will take a dumb filler episode that are almost entirely from the dog's point of view. Like yeah. nothing about this hurts me or is bad. Well, except for the end, in which
2: case we actually get some plot stuff.
0: Yeah, we and... do get we do get some plot stuff towards the end, but, but we'll get there. I mean,
2: I don't know if it's because I'm not a dog person, but I didn't like it.
0: That's fair. It's I mean, here's the thing, is objectively, this is a weird out of left field, not particularly great Uh, episode.
1: Oh, it's it's bad, but also puppy.
0: I mean, I'm also a person in Sailor Moon where like no lie, one of my favorite episodes is the Rhett Butler episode. (laughs) (laughs) With the with the big old cat
1: well and actually that was the only thing is like this episode would have been so much better if it had been from the cat's perspective but i realized that the entire thing would have been the cat being like uh, looking at the stuff and being like fuck you (laughs) and (laughs) sleeping or eating it so
0: (laughs) no it's a puppy perspective episode (laughs) yeah Uh, the episode opens (sighs) chutaro is uh down by you know they're in confession alley again but i'm just for a walk. Jutaro goes down by the canal and there's a little pupper in a box.
1: Oh, it is such a cute little pupper. Well, it's not really the cutest pupper because it's not a, like, God, what's the Japanese dog called again? Uh,
0: Shiba? Chi- Chiba? She-,
1: she, Inu? Something, do. That's it. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Which is like, cute. let me, um, there's there's a really cute one that i like Shiba shiva inu Shiba Love. inu that's
0: it i was like I it's don't... not chiba Chiba's is like
1: yeah I, yeah that which is like my all-time favorite kind of dog uh well other than huskies and golden Retriever and <laughs> a couple of <laughs> others anyway it sort of looks like kind of like a chow chow only not as fluffy so the puppy yeah. is super cute not chitaro yeah. who was totally a golden retriever and the best dog
0: yeah so chitaro's <laughs> this little pupper but honica is like calling for him like hey where are you and so he runs back to Honoka. We get the opening theme we get after the opening theme this super sad previously on where they're just like they just give us images even-
1: yeah no one actually we don't get an actual like voiceover we just get like some episode highlights yeah because normally
0: they do like oh here's a thing that happened in this cute and it's just like sad music and and image flashbacks where you can tell that they're just quietly processing everything that's happened Meanwhile, Honoka, who still has curious prism stone, is called outside by her grandma, who has put up a big old bamboo stick for the Tanabata Festival. Which <laughs> I
1: actually had to look this up because I was like, this is neat. What is this? Um, it, yeah.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Explain.
1: I, I, well, I mean, they, they actually explain in this episode because we actually get the legend of Orihime in
0: Hikubash, bash, Bashi, Bushi
1: i'm so bad at this and <laughs> they're
0: gonna be some like fluent japanese
1: i know and please like, do yell i, I mean please on. please i i apologize profusely like this is so not my language wheelhouse at all <laughs> i learned english and japanese and spanish like this is so far away from my happy place
0: <laughs> i took japanese for like a semester
1: yeah so <laughs> i what i've learned has been uh yeah um and they put out in japanese culture they do a festival based on it and they basically do like it's kind of like a christmas tree but instead of putting ornaments on it they put wishes and other fun things on it so it's very neat
0: yeah and so but she gets called out for to to see that and meanwhile Chutaro comes up and he's got cobweb on his head and they're like oh that's weird where have you been and he's like hey i want to eat and they're like he's asking for a lot of food uh, is he
1: pregnant is he pregnant because they've clearly learned that uh, just because you have male genitalia doesn't can't get pregnant see, eat meeple
0: <laughs> i wonder if we have anyone listening who's not watching the show who doesn't understand that methyl probably isn't pregnant <laughs> We're just making fun of him because he acts like he is.
1: No, I still think he's going to fight. We're going to see a bunch of kids between Meeple and Miffle at the end of this
0: season so. finale.
2: That's how we get all the other kills for the.
0: <laughs> and so that's when, so after, you know, Chutaro's got cobwebs on him and whatever, Nagisa comes over so they can pull out the stone guardian to hand over this prism stone stone guardian's like heck yeah you guys are so close and and they're like uh and Miffle and mepple have to explain they can't really feel happy about this one
1: and the stone guardian's like man you guys are all losers and (laughs) pieces out (laughs) i mean not not quite so harshly but pretty much
0: yeah he does not understand
1: yeah you're all dope sad people so peace out yo
0: yeah and this is when and the instant this happened i knew what was going to happen later i was like why is this conversation happening this is when nagi says like so where like what happens when we give the store guardian these prism stones and they're like oh they take him to like he takes them to, like, a completely different world, like a pocket between worlds, and that's where he keeps them, and the sto- he keeps the stones really safe, and they can definitely never be found there. And it's like, cool, way to tell us that so that we can just, you know, let the villains know later, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, the instant we got this exposition, oh, yeah. I was like, no, that's not going to stay a secret for long. So, but they finish with the stone guardian and go back outside. Nagisa picks out their, you know, cool bamboo tree stick. Is there a name for this bamboo stick that you use for a I thought books?
1: it was just um ta- I thought it was just that but I can look real quick.
0: That um, doesn't